Uh, welcome back to the Funny Books and Firewater podcast. We're a drinking podcast with a comic book problem. Shake the shit out of it. All right, we're done with that. Okay, okay we're done with that. Let's talk about romance comics. Well, here's the thing. In this one, they're actually a sports. Actually, there's sort of... No, there's only sports in this one, but there are sports. Well, no, there's sports in the other one, the the, the, the manga, because they talk about baseball and stuff. Yeah. Right, manga. Okay, yeah. I'm like, He's a baseball player. Yeah, anyway. Uh, so this week, we are... We could have done this book for Pride, but we are doing it for Romance Month, uh, our uh, yep. summer loving month. Uh, so this is a book called Heartstopper by Alice Osman. Osman, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, I had neighbors growing up named Osman, but that is not the same way they spelled their name. So that was just a little bit weird for me. But uh, we have currently only in two time zones. But next week, oh no, the week after next, we will be in three time zones. So we'll watch how that works out. And skipping but, one entirely. I know, right? Because fuck Central Time. I don't know how uh, we're going to handle yeah, that. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been to Central Time? You've got, like, fucking Nebraska there. I know. And Texas. Yeah. Uh, valid. Okay, mm-hmm. so um, we have... My friend from Texas is going to be a piss to you. He doesn't listen, but he will be. Uh, I'm from Texas, and it's deserved. I think eventually I'm going to get into these intros, so we will uh, go with... Uh, we have Mr. Adam. Why am I exhausting? I don't know. Mr. Todd. Definitely Yo. exhausting. Uh, and we have exhausted. And we have the yeah, exhausted Madam Lena. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm Brian. Uh, so uh, I like the fact that we're all exhausted doing a double header on this thing. <laughs> it's gonna be great. It's gonna be fucking. It's what's probably going to happen is it's going to get a little surly and then get really goofy. That's that typically tends to be our our modus operandi. Uh, but Mr. Adam, what is our cocktail for this week? Uh, yeah. So this one's kind of a weird one. I kind of dug deep to find this one, but it's called the Big Secret. Uh, you take an ice filled shaker. You're going to add two ounces of gold rum because you want the caramel flavor. You have to have that. One ounce of a vanilla liqueur, one ounce of fresh squeezed lemon juice. And here's the weird one. A half ounce of pumpkin puree. Not sure how that's going to work. Pumpkin. Yeah, but I was like, yeah, this sounds fun. Uh, You're going to put it together, shake the shit out of it, strain into a coupe glass, and then you're going to garnish with a lemon twist. So pumpkin, lemon, rum, and vanilla. Kind of, I don't know. I I was looking for something I secret not, in the name. Here's the thing. For me, it, it, it sounds like it would taste like pumpkin pie because you got a little bit of that vanilla. You get a little, got a little bit of uh, the rum. The uh, caramel. And, and we'll add some caramel and a little bit of like a spice to it. I could kind of see it maybe working, but you know. I mean, if we think about it, the first person who put an egg white into a drink, everyone's probably like, ew, that's fucking disgusting. And then all of us are like, ooh, this is delicious. Mm. Valid. Very valid. Uh, but uh, we will need some drinking game rules to go along with this. So, Madam Lena, what is your drinking game rule? Phones. Um, every time there is an interaction on a phone, could be a text message or social media, anything that has to do with, with connection through phone. Take a okay. Drink. Uh, Mr. Todd? This one is... Um, catching my breath every time someone looks at each other and um there's a pause okay uh and uh mr adam uh mine's called high anxiety uh every time the main character is and i forget his name that's why i said that uh, uh nick i think nick yeah he's super anxious or second guesses himself or wonders if he's just crazy thinking that this guy might have a crush on him and, uh, small tips for that one so small tips i had one and now i'm blanking on what it was so reading this book it's i i this confirms why I never want to go back to high school. Really? 
Explain yeah, your work. Just... I because I hear things. I found this book fucking adorable as hell. Oh, it was. Yeah, it totally was. Sure. Here's the thing. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would want to go back to high school with all the other extra fucking drama, but a cute little romance like this. This is fucking adorable. Like this well, is sort of like. I mean, Todd, this is, is like your life story. It's true. You did marry your high school sweetheart. I mean, the one, the one um, little portion where. Uh, so wait, Charlie is the dark-haired kid. I thought it was Nick was the dark-haired kid. No, I think I'm it's Charlie. I think Nick is the is the blonde. Um, every t- like when when Nick went over to Charlie's house, they um, and he fell as- and Charlie falls asleep on the couch, and you see both of their hands, and he's like get- he gets real anxious about it and everything. I'm like, oh, I remember that. I remember yep. how like I don't know, it was just real cute. So it's- it brought back Nick- good memories of high yeah. school. But yeah, like, I don't want to go back to high school. But it was cute. It was it was very reminiscent of like that. I remember that feeling. The- Cute little, cute. You know what this reminded me of more of, and Todd can probably attest this. Remember that summer between junior high and high school, before any of us had jobs, and we had this like crew of friends. There was like a bunch of them. That's where I met my first girlfriend. Was part of that crew as well. And like we spent all summer fucking hanging out. There'd be like, and like we were all goody two shoes Mormons. So it was like it best was shape of our lives. We were in the best shape of our lives because my 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 girlfriend or the girl I had a crush on at the time uh, lived at the top of a big fucking hill. And Todd and I like it's I drove that true. recently, and I was like, <laughs> how the fuck do we ride our bikes up this hill and we did it like daily uh at least sometimes a couple times a day and like like that hill is intense like we if i would have continued on that like if i would have just kept dating women higher and higher up on the mountain i would have been like the king of the tour de france like i would have been (laughs) fucking incredible um but like it was just it was sort of fun it was all just a groupy goofy group of friends i was trying to make a terrible horror movie i found the script for it again recently todd by the way oh it's so bad uh, do you have any video footage i'm sure i do i have a bunch of tapes on my house so, oh, so, so I it, it was it was terrible. So my the name of my film was called A Midsummer Night Scream, and it was about a mad scientist falling in love. And Todd played his assistant Igor. Uh, it, what, and, uh, so my best part is, what did you listen to to be in the zone to be writing this? Because you had this oh, song oh, you would yes. play on repeat. Feed my Frankenstein by Alice Cooper. That was the song I listened to <laughs> over and over again while I wrote this script. Literally, that's yeah, that was it, which is fucking funny as hell. Uh, Todd's oh, big yeah. scene was getting into an argument over uh, what the lyrics to Secret Agent Man were. Uh, like they, like yeah. him and my friend Jeremy, they had a scene. Like I'm, yeah, I'm sure of it. And like, yeah, it, 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 I'm sure it was terrible. I'm glad I never saw the light day. But the point being, we had a very like a group of friends that we were all kind of hanging out. We were all Mormon kids at the time, so it was all wholesome as hell. Um, and it was sort of like this. It was just sort of like sweet and kind of fun and like I don't know. It's like that time frame just kind of brought back and but that, that was summer where you didn't have the school drama and all that other shit it was just like that little core group uh of people like that's sort of what this reminded me of uh apparently todd had you know much less fun in high school uh because he doesn't want to go back at all but uh see yeah. it's funny like 20 year the... reunion came up and i was just like pass oh i fucking wouldn't do that i'm not flying back to utah for shit anyway well, dude, i lived in utah and i'm like I already hang out with everyone I care to see again. And (laughs) and Amy was like, you only ever see me. And I'm like, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So it was kind of funny. So for our our 10 year reunion, which was 2009, uh, I, that's actually why I got into Facebook to begin with, because they're like, Hey, we're doing the invites on Facebook. And that was like forever ago when you were playing like, you know, Farmville and mafia and all that fun Mm -hmm. stuff. And so the plan was to do the reunion at uh, Knott's Berry Farm. Well, that's kind of stupid. Like, I can just go to Knott's Berry Farm. I don't care. And, like, I don't want to go from Salt Lake to Anaheim. Mm-hmm. But uh, so we found out Knott's later. Berry Farm's in Boyna Park, sir. Oh, well, fuck you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
Who's Tell me how you really feel. Sorry, uh, I just had to be. I had to be shitty about it. No, my, my my best friends Justin and Joey, and we we've been you know since we were fourteen years old. They both like Joey and I moved to Utah first. Everyone followed us. Actually, I just uh, hung out with Justin last weekend for his fortieth birthday party. Was old man, old man, and Joey turned. So here's the fun thing: is Joey turns forty one next month. So the joke is, no matter how old we get, we'll always be younger than Joey. So that's just kind of kept us going through all the years. But uh, we didn't go because we're like, well, fuck it. We're not going to spend the money to go to California. And when the word got out that the three of us weren't coming, like we weren't the like I was semi-popular in high school because I did theater and other stuff. But I was kind of one of the weirdos because I did theater and other stuff. Mm-hmm. And they were like the outcasts. But after high school, everyone kind of like, oh, yeah, they were kind of cool. And when I'm like, hey, we're not going like no one went like just no like three people went. I was like, well, having your 10 year reunion at Knott's Berry Farm is kind of odd, especially when people have now moved away from the state. Mm-hmm. And then for the 20 year, like there was nothing mm-hmm. like there was no like even attempt. Yeah. So Plus the school almost went under because of COVID and all that kind of fun stuff. So, well, and like, I think part of the problem too is that like with Facebook, they don't actually get to everyone. Cause like there is a Facebook group that is like my graduating class, but like I did not hear about the reunion until well after the fact. And mainly because our friend Ryan was pissed off about the fact that they only invited the popular kids and I was like, why do you even fucking care anymore? But so I fell down the rabbit hole. I was looking at it because like, I wanted to see who went this last time. I knew of everyone who showed up the reunion, one person. And that was uh, April, who I really hung out with outside of school. When we did, um, she was uh, Todd. Uh, she was the one girl's friend. No, she was in uh, uh, West Side Story. Or she was the girl. Oh. The friend. The girl we like who played Maria was her buddy. Yeah. Okay. That, that April. We went bowling with her. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, she's the only one I knew who actually went to it. And so like I fell into this weird rabbit hole. I was looking at people I graduated from high school with and one of them actually played in the NBA and then was found oh. dead in his pool from a cocaine overdose among other things. And I was like, fuck, not what you would have been expecting from my graduate from a Utah high school. But uh, anyway, I don't well, know. See, my graduating class at a high level. Yeah. See, my grad- we were the, I was the first graduating class of this. It was a small Christian school. So there was only mm. 30 of us. So to this day, like, you know, as far as keeping tabs with people, every so often on Facebook, you see someone pop up. Mm. But uh, yeah, it was actually, we only had one person from our class die. And that was back when we were all like 19. It was like the year after high school. He was driving drunk and being stupid. So that happens. Uh, it wasn't my graduating class. It was the class after. One of them, I think, plays for the Dodgers still. Like he's oh, wow. a pitcher or something for the Dodgers. I don't know. I don't, well, I don't care about baseball. Yeah. Uh, oh, Tony. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just kind of like, you know, every so often we'll, we'll pop up on social media, but it's kind of, it's, it's weird to go back and look at people and be like, how see, and for me, it's like, you know, see how people change. I don't really stalk them on a Facebook because that's not my thing, but every so often they'll post be like, Hey, here's my wife and like my 75 kids. I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh honey, it's a clown. It's, it's not a clown card. Yeah, uh, right? uh, yeah. <laughs> Give it a rest. She's tired. <laughs> Get off her. She's buying way too many clothespins and not for what you think they are. So, uh, Lena, what were your thoughts on the actual book? Unless you want to talk about your high school days too, we can do that too. No, I mean, my, my graduating class hated each other even when we were in high school. So there was no reunion. I don't think there'll <laughs> ever be a reunion for my high school graduating class because everybody hated each other. Um, you know who doesn't hate anyone? Baby Yoda. 
That is true. Maybe frogs. That's creepy. Um, well, he likes frogs because he eats them. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but in terms of the book, I thought the book was super cute. I yeah. was getting ready to buy the rest of the, the series because I wanted to see what happened with them. And I didn't, unfortunately, because I got caught up in life. But mm-hmm. I thought it was really cute. I thought it was, um, I don't know. It just felt like how any relationship is and you like someone you've got a crush like i can't remember the last time i had a crush on someone and it wasn't just Don't like a, well yeah but i mean like we met and it was like like we basically were together at that point but like mm-hmm. with i just like but high school crushes were different because you didn't really know and you didn't know how to talk to each other and everything was super awkward but it was like adorable at the same time and um i don't know i just i thought it was it was really really cute and i know that like nick is super popular and charlie isn't really but i don't know it was cute i liked it it was it it was very fluff wasn't there wasn't anything i mean this definitely is like the perfect summer loving kind of this is what i was expecting to get yeah Yeah. the whole month (laughs) Yeah. yeah so we got one so far that made sense but for the rest of um you know whatever but yeah. this this was really really cute yeah i i agree with everything there it's just it's it's not deep but it's cute as hell i will say mm-hmm. the one thing and i could tell that it was um i'd watched too many fucking movies is when they're at the party and uh nick goes off and is talking to his friends and then charlie ends up talking to that other guy who was an asshole i was fully expecting nick to come back and catch charlie making out with that guy again and be all heartbroken because that's what fucking would happen in any fucking movie and like when he was just like nope i told him off and like it was just that was sort of like a nice sweet and sort of slightly reassuring moment but also showed how fucking jaded uh uh, my cold dark heart is as well when i was just like oh you know something shitty is about to happen here you know yeah so So, random side note so the movie movie love simon uh-huh it's based off the book uh it's, it's like i think it's simon and the homo sapien agenda so uh-huh. i didn't realize there were sequels apparently oh, there's okay. like three or four books in it and so i was at barnes and noble because we always go there once a week to walk around be disappointed and leave without buying anything because that's okay. what you do at barnes and noble so apparently like they've boxed them all together now and they call it the simon verse i'm like you know you don't need to name everything verse just because there's the dceu verse and there's the marvel verse like you don't you don't need to call everything a verse there's the whedon verse and I was just thinking about Firefly and the Whedon verse is full of creepy men who hit on women and say they're going to ruin their careers. So, so yeah. have you guys watched the numbers? I've watched the first two episodes. It is so Whedon. It really is in an unfortunate way. It felt like it wasn't self-aware enough because it was one of those things where it's like, you have all these criticisms about your writing and the way that you uh, treat female heroes and yet no correction there whatsoever. Like it's just is, is it a Whedon thing? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't I haven't seen it. Yet. I've been watching yeah. uh we we binged Invincible and then we started watching the final season of Lucifer. So. Oh nice. So anyway, uh on the book, Todd, do you have any uh any other thoughts? The it was sweet. And going back here and going to high school, I don't know. I'm really over high school. <laughs> the I really enjoyed giant days. And yes, I met my wife. And she was my girlfriend in high school. And that part was awesome. But there was other parts of high school that was less awesome for me. No, it's true. Right? Less awesome. Yeah, you had to put up with my shit. And me. (laughs) (laughs) I had to put up with myself. Yeah. It's, um, no, it's a really fun, sweet love story. Mm -hmm. It's just going through theory and all through this high school and everything's like, you're thrust upon these situations because you kind of don't have a choice. Why do you go to high school? Because the man says you do. Yeah. And you're trying to figure out who you are. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, it's cute and it's fun, but it's just, it's, it was, high school was exhausting. 
Yeah, I mean, I think there's also something, as I was kind of thinking about it, uh, I think there's a reason why you see so many uh, love stories that take place in high school and or college. A, because it's like the time in your life where those emotions are so so big and so prevalent. But also, it's one right. of the few places where so many different types of people are going to be intermixed. Um, right, with a strong mix. It, yeah. Even at the college thing, there's a whole lot more separation. Yeah, for sure. But you might go to a party and meet someone from a different major, or you might have someone on your floor that, you know, uh, or, or like a friend of a, a roommate or, you know, whatever. Like, there's more opportunities for you to meet people. Like, you get out into the real world, you know, if you work at an office that doesn't have a lot of turnover, you're going to know the same people for decades. You know what I mean? Like, that's just what sure. can happen. You know? And what's interesting to watch, I mean, in, uh, you and I met pre-high school, so you don't Yeah. Count. Okay. I only see one person left from high school, and the, I still keep in contact with a bunch of people from college days. Uh huh. And I've made a few new friends since then, yeah. like Lena. Yeah. But it's what it is. I mean, what's kind of interesting to watch in like circle of friends shrink and grow, and some are much more extroverted versus introverted. But one thing that made me laugh really hard once is you know what the biggest fallacy of the New Testament is? <laughs> is that you had a man in his mid 30s with 12 close friends. Yeah. True, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but see at least he died when he was 33 because when you turn 40 they all go away so so except for we're you, still here except for you three i just said that <laughs> we're still here and you're uh, like god damn it why is adam still yeah. here <laughs> yeah no. uh adam you got any uh, other thoughts on this book well it's kind of funny because we've been talking about the high school experience and i mentioned before how i was kind of one of the cool kids kind of wasn't i was cool enough where the cool kids wanted to hang out with me but not so cool that on monday morning the cool kids would come back and be like oh we had so much fun at so-and-so's yeah. you know cabin this weekend i'm like oh you guys went to the cabin They're like oh my god i'm so sorry like i totally forgot to invite you uh -huh. now the kid whose family's cabin it was was david and david was an airhead and david probably honestly did forget to invite me because that was his personality <laughs> mm -hmm. like we did a musical in high school like my, my senior year of doing theater they finally were like hey you guys can do a real musical and not like these little stupid plays where the, the kindergartners have to come in and dance and all this fun shit because that's how it was and so we needed someone to be the nerd and it was like the main part and he got it which and he's a better singer better actor than i am so i wasn't upset but there's a wonderful scene where I'll never forget it. We were doing the show and he just like wandered on stage and his name was Norman in the play and he just wanders on stage and he wasn't supposed to be there. And we had to ad lib and be like, Hey Norman, what are you doing? He's like, Oh, I'm here for this. And they're like, Oh, that's tomorrow. And all of a sudden he's like, Oh shit, I'm not supposed to be here. And he's like, okay, I'll see you tomorrow. And like wandered off stage and like it completely <laughs> fit with his character. And no one in the audience knew. Cause like we were pretty good at, you know, doing improv and everything else, but that was just the character. He was the person who was in real life. He would just, he was an airhead. He, he was a sweet, loving airhead head dumb as a box of hair but the sweetest guy you'll ever meet uh it was kind of interesting though with lena talking about the whole uh high school thing like the crush you falsely holding the hand kind of thing and you know as a closeted gay kid i i didn't get to have that and you know it is what it is i'm not going to bemoan the fact that you know i didn't come out to later and didn't have to have that first crush uh with someone who kind of reciprocated but the one thing that really hit me on this and the one why I named it the big secret was the it's almost a rite of passage for a gay guy when he first starts kind of accepting himself first or herself or whatever your your gender and sexuality to fall in love with someone who you can't have because they either they're not, you know, they're straight or they're this or that, whatever else it is. And I'll never forget the first guy I like fell head over heels is you know, the guy's name was Tim. And we hung out all the time, kind of thought he might be gay, kind of thought he might not be gay, but he was always really affectionate and kind of touchy feeling and that could have just been who he was because I think now he's married with kids and I, I haven't I, I haven't talked to him in god probably like 15 16 years so the whole point with uh oh what was his name Nick 
really, you know, falling in love with Charlie hit home because I've, I've been there. Like I've gone through that and it's, mm-hmm. it sucks. You know, it, it's, it's, it's not so much like, you know, Hey, you know, I'm into this girl or this guy and I'm going to talk to them. And they're like, Oh, cool. Let's be friends. This and that. And you're like, Oh, that, that really sucks. But okay, whatever. You you eventually get over it. It's different because it's like, well, there's no chance this person would ever be into you. And mm-hmm. then there's still the uncertainty as far as, well, maybe they would be, I don't, I don't know. And then what's mm-hmm. going on. And then there's a fear is like, well, what if they find out? Would they want to be my friend if they found out? You know, whether you're out or not, uh, there's still that kind of baking there in the back of your mind. And that also could have led to a lot of my anxiety problems that I've been going to therapy for. Uh, but no, the, the the part of where he's like, oh my God, is it this? Is it this? And then at the end, we find out that the guy probably is gay. We don't know because mm-hmm. I haven't read the rest of it. I do want to. Uh, it's It's really well done. It's really cute. It's a long book, but it's a fast read. But at the very, very end, when he's like, hey, uh, they finally kissed. And you're like, yes, they kissed. And then two seconds later, he bolts out like, oh, this never happened kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That also is kind of a rite of passage to fall in love with the closeted guy or the closeted girl or anything mm-hmm. else to where like, oh, hey, we we hit it off. We have chemistry. Uh, we kind of want something like more than just friends. But this person's not out and they don't feel comfortable. So I'm like, they're, you know, their dirty little secret, which was my second boyfriend was I was his dirty mm-hmm. little secret. In fact, well, he was an asshole. So fuck him. I, I did meet up with him years later. Uh, out in Tuella, and I realized that he had aged poorly. And every time I saw him, it made me happy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so this probably resonated with me more than you know everyone else here because I'd lived it. Sure. And so maybe for me that made it a bit more personal. But I, I'm right with you as far as like, this was just fun. It was fluff. It was like a nice palate cleanser from the last couple of books we read, and it's cute. And I, I do want to go read more. And like I, I'll happily drop money on it because I don't think it's on Comicsology for free. But this mm-hmm. is one where I'm like my highest praise I can give something is I liked it. I want to read more. And actually, yes, I will spend money on it. So yeah. it's cute. And especially if you are LGBTQ and we're recording this during Pride Month, even though it comes out next month, which I think is now LGBT Wrath Month. I'm not sure. Like they're they're working the sins in uh <laughs> it's just it's cute and fun and it's nice to see uh, it's not really a gay story where it's like they're just the story of people like we've had in the past there is turmoil and strife but it's a really universal experience for a lot of us in the community so it's fun it's fluff and you'll be like hey that was me <laughs> anxiety and all so yeah, I mean, I and, and don't get me wrong. I I think that uh, the LGBT community has that issue of falling in love with someone who they can't have. Uh, probably well, more people do too. So I'm not yeah, saying like because I was I was going to say like yeah. I think there is sort of a semi-universal feeling of of falling for someone who, for whatever reason, it's never going to work out. I mean, uh, being essentially non-Mormon in Utah, I definitely had crushes on a lot of girls who wouldn't have fucking anything to do with me because I didn't go to the church or whatever. You know what I mean? So, like, I think there. I don't get me wrong. I, I want to say yes, one hundred percent. It's it's going to be more of a phenomenon um, and a stronger phenomenon um, amongst LGBTQIA community. But uh, I still think it's sort of a universal experience. And I think just in general, the way this book is written, like, it's just that universal experience of like your first crush you know what i mean and yeah, no i agree with that 100%. the sweetness of it you know and uh I, yeah that's what i think is really great about that so uh anybody else have any other thoughts on this one nope cool uh let's jump into grades mr todd yeah it's a b okay lena i'll go with todd it's a b adam i'm gonna go with an a minus uh mainly and it could just be my own personal experiences sure. bleeding over into what i think about it but it's cool to see myself on in a book and it, it really resonated with me and it's yeah it's fun fluff it really lives up to the summer loving vibe we're trying to go for so. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, and uh, I'm probably going to go with an A- as well. 
well, I, I mean, I liked it. I wanted to see more of it, find out what happened. Uh, but yeah. Uh, cool. So next week we are going to be reading a uh, book called Blue Flag, which is a manga. Um, it's billed as a slice of life, but uh, it's sort of about uh, this guy who ends up being in a class with a buddy of his from when he was younger. And there's a girl in his class who has a crush on this guy that he's friends with. And so he ends up then working with her to try to help her get the guy. And then over the process of that, she finds out that maybe she likes the buddy who's helping her more than she likes the buddy that she was going after. And they and, all have six names. And they all have six names. And it's exhausting. Oh my and- God. I, could- <laughs> I wish you could That's see the look I- on Lena's face. <laughs> <laughs> we're recording a double today. So uh, we're going to record that in about five or 10 minutes. Uh, so we will get into that. But yes, uh, that's why we are all very aware of what this book is, unlike we normally, you know, go blind into whatever the next book is. Uh, but yeah, so uh, I am sure on the next week's episode, you will get to hear Lena rant and rave about her love of manga. Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh it could be Boba Bo. It could be worse. It could be. It could be for sure. Uh, but well, yeah, we should I've... make her read Boba Bo just to piss her off. No. no. <laughs> we'll never come back on the show. Again. <laughs> I wouldn't make Osama Bin Laden read Boba Bo. Like, there's no fucking way. Well, I mean, he's dead, so he can't. Well, there's that too. But, like, I, I wouldn't even make his ghost and his corpse, like, have it be read to him by the, you know, the non virgins in hell. Yeah. How about this? We'll have we'll have Osama Bin Laden's corpse. We'll have Hitler's ghost read it, Boba Bo. See, here's the thing I am pretty certain the Geneva Convention would prevent anyone from being forced to read Boba Bo. But I, they're I think dead. It doesn't count. On, but it's still cruel and unusual punishment. Like, I just don't think that you can just do it to any more criminal. So kind of, I mean, it's a break from Hitler yeah, getting a pineapple shoved up his ass every day in hell, so. Is Sasquatch involved in that? That was... <laughs> It's Rush. a really, it's a yeah. shitty Adam Sandler movie reference. It was the one movie I've been in. So <laughs> you've been in the movie. Yeah, you were in Little Nicky. I was in Little Nicky. I was in the basketball stadium when they were doing the game. Oh, fun! Ah, no yeah. idea. No, it was horrible. It was like one of the worst days of my life because it was boring as shit. But they pulled a bus up to my college and like, who wants to be in a movie? Adam Sandler. We're like, yay! And then we were like, no. Yeah. So. Uh yeah, me and my better Christopher were uh, in the background of a celebrity episode of uh America uh American Ninja Warrior. I would love to go see that. I think that'd be fun. It was really fun. The funny thing was is that I knew who the ninjas were more than I knew who the celebrities were. We had to pull out our phones at IMDb all the fucking celebrities. The only one I knew was Derek Huff, and that's because he's from Utah, so my mom fucking loves him. So I was well aware of who Derek Huff was. The rest of them I didn't know who they were. Um well, Derek's you go, sister you go, has had a good time. Has what? She has an active dating life. Oh, good for her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, I'm not going to out Derek Huff on, on, on non-Mormon things I saw happening while at uh, American Ninja Warrior. But oh, I, mean, I mean, I have an active dating life, too. It's with the one person, but, you know, yeah. it's pretty active. Uh, All right. I'm like, I don't have a real good joke to get out of that. So uh, And that wasn't a good joke to begin with. That's one of those laying a fuck you jokes. Yeah, so. it, it might it might have made that. Uh, might not have. might have made the, the, the uh, cutting room floor. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, so join us next week for, uh, blue flag. I was about to say flag stopper. And I'm like, that is not what we are doing. Uh, blue flag next week. Um, and we will see you all later. Bye. Bye. Lena, it's an audio <laughs> meeting. You can't just wave. It doesn't work that way. You have to she say t- bye. She's like the, the, she's the, the Miss America. Because she's been eating. <laughs>